this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bazira, Kit, Bria, and Valer. Okay, last week the party got to work on several different projects while they waited to see if Hush's anti-glorp would cure Bizdira of, well, whatever's wrong with her. Okay. <laughs> Bria and Sniv made some more anti-glorp, you know, just in case. Flick had a brief conversation with Hush about the possibility of an air cult holding sway over the southern island. Kit ran some experiments on her samples of Glorp and learned that, among other things, it is in fact not a product of the Aboliths and that it has some sort of memory transfer properties. And finally, Bizdira attuned to a mysterious ring that was found in Mirko, Flick's brother's apartment, and learned that it casts sending, but only to one currently unknown person. Who does the ring communicate with? Will Bizdira be cured by her one dose of anti-glorp? And are Kit's roles going to continue to not be complete garbage? Let's find out. Oh, hey, y'all. Hello. Rude. Very willing to find out that. Rude. <laughs> Would love Rude. for that. Karin has a couple of Karinisms that I will find myself doing in real life, and it brings me such joy. <laughs> The other day is rude. One of them because rude, rude is one of them. Deeply rude. When she says deeply, deeply that rude. That is deeply rude. rude. Deeply rude. Uh, I did say hooves to my daughter the other day, and my husband gave me a look. I was like, "Look at his little hooves." Um, what's the? There's one other one. I'll find it. You're gonna say it this episode. You say it like every episode. But there's there's a couple of like pronunciation things that I just love how you say it. It's so tasty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a thing well, with vowels. Thanks for listening, everyone. I have to go and never record audio ever again in my life. I have a Tasty. thing with vowels. Like, I yes. love the Fargo accent. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's so good. That's you're a tasty just, accent, You're just man. super waspy is what it is. Waspy? What's waspy? You're waspy, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. Protestant? Didn't you learn that in history class? like, white, blonde hair, blue eyes, like that. Waspy. Like, it's just, Step you know waspies. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you know a lot of waspy people. Well, there was something that we wanted to talk about in this intro. The Calm what app. was it? Oh, yeah. The Calm oh, yeah. app. I just oh, had right. a story about it. But I'm, I'm okay. second guessing it because I'll tell you guys and we can decide whether or not to keep it in. So, okay. because I really enjoy the app. And I, I just had a difficult... first of all. Yeah. Just to be very, very clear. But listen, hashtag y'all. not sponsored. If they go want to sponsor us, though. Go use... Well, they're not no. going to after this story um <laughs> I, now look if the McElroys are still sponsored by literally anyone after some of the ads that they have run on their shows <laughs> it's fine well okay so they have tamara levitt who's like the head of whatever there um and i really struggled with her voice for a really long time um i just it was just so I just every time I heard her talk, I was like, oh, my gosh, this sounds like all of my voice and speech teachers in acting school. It's just so pronounced and whatever. It just sounded very actory. Uh-huh. And I was like, and it's not helping me to be calm that I'm focusing on this woman's voice and her pronunciations of things. So then, like, I had been listening to it for at least a year and just being like, I, I have gotten used to her voice. It's totally fine. Uh-huh. Now it's relaxing to me. I will choose her voice over some of the other n- narrators. And she says at one point, like, I, uh, when I was at theater school, and I was like, I knew it! I fucking knew it! (laughs) (laughs) 
Terry, to your story. No, actually, I do think we could keep that in because you got to the part <laughs> yeah. where you now listen to her. Yes, calms. and I, do I, you, I will choose her now. Yeah, her calms. You do say. you remember <laughs> yeah. what I texted you the first one I listened to of hers? Yes, I do. When I started, Don't I was remember. listening to this guy <laughs> doing like a thirty-day introduction to meditation. Uh-huh. But I texted Terry, and I was like, I can't, I can't listen to this woman speak because she sounds like. The woman that sings Over the Moon on the original recording of Rent, which yeah. I have never seen Adina on Broadway. Menzel, I, yeah, I only <laughs> ever saw Menzel. it yeah. on... For the rest of the world. For, for the rest yeah. of the world, Adina Menzel <laughs> also part of that story. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, it's specifically that song, though, because I didn't know uh-huh. who that was. Like, my brother right, right, right. randomly had bought the album, uh, the recordings of it, and I had never seen the show. He hadn't even fucking uh-huh. seen the show. Right. And I remember thinking, like, this is the most bizarre song, and I, I dig it. I dig it so much. So, like, every once in a while, I'm like, I gotta listen to that. But every t- the, hearing her talk, I was, like, waiting for her to talk about a cow drinking, like, milking Diet Coke <laughs> totally. and, like, all these things. Okay, and I can, literally could not think of anything else. that it wasn't, in fact, Idina Menzel? <laughs> yes. Did it you get not. the call map and the rent soundtrack confused? Were you just listening to Over the Moon? <laughs> no, it just, it, it just it sounded like her in my brain. And I was like, okay. this is weird and I don't like it. I mean, I, I will say I, you're not completely wrong. She does have a little bit of that. But I will I, I will go back to, that's how you know Adina Menzel? The girl yeah. who originally sang Over the Moon Hey, listen, on that's the how most people soundtrack. learned about her that's in the first place. That's actually not how I know Adina Menzel. Ha- I only know right. No, but like I, the only reason I know anything about her is because of Let It Go and John Travolta completely fucking up her name. Yeah, but Adele Nazim. Oh, well, sure, <laughs> Adele Nazim. Oh, remember such simpler times, y'all. Yeah. When that happened, I was like, I don't know who the fuck this is. And you were like, Oh no, you have to see all these videos. And so Taryn showed me tons and tons of videos of her, and I was like, Okay, this is hilarious. You know what? She used to sing it at uh, bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs. So I, I've been to a couple bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs. You might have seen her. You I might. You never her. know. <laughs> you might have. You might have. You might have seen her. You might Does have seen her. Does she know Oh my god, the Stan is we've been friends for all of this is getting cut. We have to we have to not goodbye all of this. No keep it all. And she goes, Wow, this sounds like the person on my meditation app. You're making me have to pee again. (laughs) At the at the bar mitzvah you mean. She's like, Wow, is that Tamara Lovett? The whole the whole synagogue falls asleep because they're all so relaxed. Like, um, we this got weird. Yes, Carl. I was just saying last episode that we didn't have enough musical theater references. And now yeah, we and have got Idina and Menzel for so long. We have a whole like two decades worth of Idina Menzel's career, really. That's what it is. The Wild Party, Adida, or Adida, oh, Adida, Adida, Aida. It's, apparently uh, it just happens. Adida. Oh, Adina. Adida? Aida. Adele. We have now hit almost nine minutes. We have to play <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I have one more thing to say that I've been meaning Oh my God, to say. fine. It's, I think this is might get cut too, but every night now we put my daughter to bed and then a, maybe 10 minutes later, she's like, I have to go pee pee. And because she knows that I will take her out of bed to put her on the potty. She knows 
and she's not gonna go she wants to see what we're doing she like asks if we have a fire she'll be like is there a fire are you playing a game what's on the tv and so we purposely will like wait and then she looks and doesn't see anything and she's like okay and then she'll go to bed so clearly FOMO yeah and I think this every night when this happens that my daughter is going through FOMO and then every night I also think of Alex because Alex through this podcast taught me what FOMO is (laughs) did you not know about FOMO I had no idea about FOMO until Alex at one point said he was having FOMO and I was like what's that really yes I say it all it's it's early early but yeah Yeah, it's early wow It's one of the title of an episode. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, um, (laughs) you have no control here. Never have. Anyways, you cut your strings. So speaking of, um, can I can I go pee for a second? (laughs) I'm 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 gonna just hold on. I am going to loathe editing this episode. No, you're not, because you're gonna be laughing so hard. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Gods above, can we please play this game? Yes. Yes, Thank please. you. Uh-huh. Cue music. Let it go. <laughs> now you have to keep some of it in. <laughs> some of it. Oh my god. No. Cue other music. So we left with Bizdira opening her eyes, realizing what was going on with the ring. Um, but it is also now uh, basically sundown in the evening. So Bizdira, I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. Mm. What die? I believe that is good. That is an 18. Well, that's good because it's not been good the last no. couple of times. No, it's not. It's an 18. Oh, that is good. But I still have to check the DC because I think that's close. Get your girl to 17? I think actually the DC is 17. I think you're correct. I'm sorry. Was I not supposed to read your notes? <laughs> I have hacked what into notes your of mine Google do Drive. You have? Yeah. I know everything. If only. Just wait for Bria's turn, oh, man. Oh, okay. Great. I'm cured. I don't think so. So, b- no. So, Biz, <laughs> so, Biz, I will say, you do get, as the sun goes down and the evening sets in, once you've, you know, you're excited about the ring, you do get a little, like, tension twinge behind one eye, but it's not nearly okay. like it has been. Okay. Uh, you don't take any psychic damage, but you definitely do feel sort of not not yourself, uh, but it's loads better than it was before. I picture, like, as the sun is setting, we all are just, like, staring intently at her. <laughs> <laughs> Hush, Hush is also staring intently, but sort of leans over to you, Flick, and goes, I, uh, I feel kind of bad about this. We're just staring at her. She's used to it. Oh, no. Yeah, she, yeah. We do this. We do this all the time. I feel like she's just in turn having staring contests with each of you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Definitely whispered, but like, you're right there. You could for Mm -hmm. sure hear them all saying that. Hey, Biz, do you you want to do a pose uh, staring contest roll? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Concentration, perhaps? Constitution checks, not saves, just checks. Okay, okay, okay. All right, I'm ready for you, Biz. I wish I almost want to use my inspiration, but I'm not going to. Hey, if you've got it, you're welcome to. I know, but not for a staring contest. Come on. Well, that's Even if it is against Bria. And then you don't use it. <laughs> all right, what'd you get, Biz? A 10. And Bria? A 20. Oh, all right. So you blink. <laughs> so, no, Bria blows into Bizdir's eyes. I'm like, stop breathing in my face. <laughs> How dare you accuse me of cheating as I'm pulling Mage Hand back? <laughs> That's why poked you in the eyes. That's yeah. why. <laughs> After this is done, Hush just goes up to you, Bizdira, and says, "Um, so how do you feel?" I say, well, I feel a little bit better, but I'm not fully there. It still kind of hurts. <sighs> 
Uh, and Hush sort of turns around and says, Well, um, good news seems to be working. Bad news, not done. So, um, thoughts? She hasn't told any of us about this ring. We don't know she's wearing it. Correct. Correct, not yet. Um, so, question. I, Answer, probably. Do I know, like, when I take damage, like, psychic damage, do I know, like, I have less hit points, like, mechanically and all that? Do like I, I think those headaches were so debilitating that you are aware that okay. you, like, would be uh, would be less effective at pretty much anything while you, while that is happening. So yeah. I'll say, like, it didn't, it it's not hindering me, but mm-hmm. it's Good. it's there. You know, I can feel it. It's still just, like, twinging, but it's not causing the same, you know, it's a headache, not a migraine. Mm-hmm. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Hush uh, puts on a puts on a fairly actually pleased face at that, mm-hmm. uh, just because you know clearly it's better. So that's a start. Um, so Hush says, "I mean, um, if I had sort of my way in this, I think I would just take Bizdira somewhere secure, plenty of food. You know, you all are welcome to visit, but it would be somewhere uh... <laughs> plenty of food, like she's in a kennel." <laughs> Plenty of food and water, lots of outdoor time. <laughs> Get a new oh chew God. toy. <laughs> a <laughs> new chew toy every three days. From the really found that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, just a, you know, a secure location that you all are welcome to spend some time in. After you know she is settled, and once you all have accomplished uh, whatever it is you would like to accomplish, but um, as long as she is having any sort of pain or pressure in her head. It's probably best not to share any new information with her. Uh, she will ask if she can have another dose of the gross stuff. Dose of the gross. Gross of the dose. Dose of damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Dose of the gross. I kind of liked it. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Dose of the gross. Um, Hush says, well, uh, I mean... No, I mean, I've never really done two doses back-to-back that quickly. I don't really know. It might speed things along. It also might, uh, I guess you're immune to poison. Uh, That's sort of an interesting, I don't know if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But but you can definitely have one in the morning. I mean, your friend's made extra, so I guess. (laughs) Sniv and I are, like, holding him up with these big cheesy smiles. Like, (laughs) look what we did. I have a question for Hush, but I don't know if I should wait till uh, Bizdira is not in the same room. But I... I, You can whisper it to Hush. Would you like to take him aside now? (laughs) I feel like we all have our own asides with Hush. Yeah. Well, I... Yeah, I pull him aside, and I want to ask them. um, they're, They're saying that Bizdira is causing a breach in security, which would lead me to think he knows something about, like, the shared memory aspect Mm -hmm. of the Glorp, but who does he think the information is going to? Right, yeah, it's a good question. And unfortunately, they're like... Well, I w- did you share your findings, Kit? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so then I was just like, well, I would have said the Aboleths, but now I have no idea. So it's just a, a working theory that, like... It's a, it's a working theory, and I will say, I actually think... It, it threw me for a loop that you are so confident that this stuff is not connected to the Aboleths, but for what it's worth... Until we find out what it is connected to, I actually think most of my theory still holds. Which is to say, whatever it's from is, you know, as Kit found out, 
collecting memories, maybe? Or something of the sort, like you said, Kit, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. When Kit was, when she was messing with this stuff, did Bizdira have any reactions to it? Like, when she was, like, burning little, like, burning the side to see if it would move away from the heat, did Bizdira have any reaction to that? No, she didn't. But Kit, I think, I don't think that is of particular interest to you because your sample was so small and it could be any number of things, right? It could be simply distance. It could be sample size. It could be, uh, you know, length of time that your sample was disconnected from the source or what. Like, there's a million things that could have caused that. Mm -hmm. And without more time, honestly, you rolled great, but you just need more time. Uh, I don't think that would be a thing that would stand out to you over much. Great. So we just need to decide if we're leaving Bizdira with them or if we're just going to have these conversations outside of the room that Bizdira is in or if we're going to go on our merry way with her. Mm -hmm. It's basically what Hush is sort of waiting on you all to decide. We also haven't fully told them that we have found the trap door. That is uh, true. Maybe. (laughs) So maybe we just have Sniv and Biz hang out in this room and then the four of us can have a separate conversation. I was just about to say, Sniff uh, would be more than happy to volunteer to keep Biz company. Great. Love it. Mm -hmm. And we still don't know about this ring. Awesome. Nope. And you all are... (laughs) And you all are doing what? Asking Hush to go into another room with us so we can... Oh, you want to chat some ...have the whole conversation that needs to be had. Great. That's... Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Um, So before we have that conversation, I want to know what Bizdira and Sniv get up to in the interim. Part of me wanted to be like, hey, Sniv, check out this ring. What should I say to this person? (laughs) 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 Um... Honestly, I'm here for it. I don't even care. <laughs> I know you are. I know. I was like, um, we're do all it. chaotic. I know. <laughs> I feel like she's she's done enough on her own at this point, though, that she'll be like, <laughs> she'll. Uh, I'm sure Sniv has like a deck of cards, or she has some oh, like, cards or something. Absolutely. So we just start playing. Sniv has two deck of cards and tries to pull out the one that you know is marked. And uh-huh. yeah, and no, 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 yeah, pull Eddie, the other Eddie one. switches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we'll play cards in the meantime. I love that. Why not? I want to play gin rummy. Weird desire that just sort of bubbled up inside of me. Uh, Okay, great. You now are you playing? Are you like betting? Are you like what are we playing? I'll answer that. Absolutely, you're betting. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever card game you say, you need to put the word fantasy at the front of it. Okay. uh, (laughs) Fantasy gin rummy. Perfect. So six hours later, we can come back and get the results of this game. No, I kind of, I want to, I want to bet, but we don't have any strip money. Strip, gin, so. rummy. Strip, no, actually, it's I was going to say. Fantasy, strip, gin, rummy. Fantasy, strip, strip. gin, rummy. <laughs> I was going to say, we should play for, for secrets. Ooh. Play for secrets? What's yeah, that? so like, yeah. If, if I win, I get to ask him a question, he has to answer. It's like truth like or truth, dare Kind cards. of truth or dare, oh. but without dares. Because we're in a weird world. Yeah, that sounds You should fun. add dares in, too. I think you and Sniff would have some fun with <laughs> I dares. I think we all secretly want to play this game together right now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> really truth fun. or dare, Jim Rummy. Great. So you two are going to play truth or dare, strip, fantasy, Jim Rummy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like college. Great. Let's go. I we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna check in with and you, you know two that regularly. Sniv, like keeps keeps some alcohol on him at all times. So oh yeah, he sure. has a bottle. Pulls of out a flask. Stuff. It's nighttime. We're hunkered down. I want to have this night right now. Why don't I have any wine on me right now? I should have some wine. 
my god. We're going to check in with you two regularly during the course of the rest of your companion's conversation with Hush, because this sounds amazing. But for now, let's go out into the hall. So the three of you are out there uh, with Hush in this sort of, you know, run-down hallway. It's, it's dark out now, so the light is dim. Uh, and in fact, the only little light that you get... Actually, I don't think there's any light out here, so y'all are just relying on dark vision. So it's, it's a little creepy. You know, it's quiet. You can sort of see the glow of the city in the distance if you were to look out a window, but I'm like, I'm getting very strong, like, Silent Hill vibes right now, like abandoned, quiet, sort of. I like it. You got three big reactions from the people that know what you're talking about, and one very, I'm not even gonna, I'm pretending this isn't even happening right now for me. <laughs> uh, there's still a little bit of the fog cloud sitting around, so that like. No, that was that hours ago. No, of, no more yeah, of that. Well, no, I like it. Uh, I like but it. <laughs> you all are out there uh, to have this conversation with Hush, so have a conversation with Hush. Flick, you were gonna talk about the trap door. Well, uh, we definitely found a trap door. <laughs> Maybe halfway found. Maybe, <laughs> but it was also covered in glorp jelly type of stuff. Hush looks uh, a little not frightened, but like mm, tense, and says. Did you go down? No. Okay, no. good. You stopped us from going down, actually. That's where we were Did headed. It. <laughs> what do you think is down there? Well, if it's covered in glorp, it can't be good, can it? Uh, well, we thought so, too, which is why we didn't go down. Um, not really the oh, reason we didn't go down. Oh, yay! I met my regular, <laughs> I don't trust the person that's talking to us right now. <laughs> oh, it took so long. Uh, <laughs> I've had my doubts. <laughs> Yeah, they just say, no, that's, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't, you know, touch it. And also, I, I have heard, and you all are more than very capable, but whatever the Glorp is coming from seems to have at least some low-level influence over the vast majority of, well, every person in this city, so we should be prepared. So you've been on this island for a long time, and have seen all of this happening, and you know that the, um node is active. What's your goal here? So, originally, my mission, just like all the other enclaves, was to guard the nodes, make sure that nothing happened that would uh, threaten the blissful, uh, beast-free existence that we've had for so long. But that didn't last very long for us, because we started losing people pretty quickly. And I started noticing that we were losing people pretty quickly, so I have readjusted uh, and and then eventually I discovered like you have, that the node was activated so that was sort of, had to trust the other enclaves to take care of that. So right now, my goal is to figure out, and now that you all are here, I think we can actually achieve it. What is going on here? What is this glorp? Where is it coming from? What is uh, taking the memories, if that's what's happening? Uh, because once we figure that out, then maybe we can figure out what its plans are and then make our own plan from there. Does that make Does that make sense? I know that there's a lot else going on in the world with the Enclave on the other islands, but without support and without knowing who and what I can trust here, priority number one for me is solving the mystery. I, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I think my question now is what exactly... I, I, I think we all have our own theories, but what exactly is your distrust or the anchor of your distrust 
in the enclave on the other island. And before Hush answers, like, Hush is thoughtful about that for a minute. Uh, and before they can answer, I want to go back and find out the first round of gin rummy <laughs> with Sniv and Bizdira. Uh, Bizdira, are you cheating? She might try to at first. Okay, in that case, we will start with a dexterity sleight of hand check from you, please. That's 15. All right. Countered by a perception check from Sniv. That is a 21. Uh, so Sniv sees you taking two cards uh, at one point and goes, Oh, Harp is Dira. Two of my cards seem to be stuck together in your hand. Like, well, it's just making sure you're paying attention, trying to pull out the marked cards, and she puts one back. Like, <laughs> right, in the deck. That's fair enough. Okay, uh, so uh, since you got caught, you will not have advantage on the roll. Uh, I feel like Jin Rummy does take a bit of planning and knowledge, so let's make this an intelligence check. God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a 16. Oh, shit. All right. Oh, uh, and Sniv got a four. So you win this first round of Jin Rummy and get to play tr- and get to truth or dare Sniv. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sniv is so nervous. Yeah, Biz, Biz is just going to say, who was your first crush? <laughs> well, there is a, a sweet lass back home by the name of Tulip. <gasps> Tulip? <laughs> Bizdira, oh my god, and she's gonna say, does, does Tulip know you like her? Lydia's getting so close to the mic, she's got her hands, like, cupped by her <laughs> yeah, face. It's gonna, I, I can't wait, it's gonna be great. Uh, nay, I don't think so. You, we're gonna fix this when we get back. We are very good matchmakers for people who need to get a divorce later. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, great. <laughs> Does Ms. Sniv probably knows about Varn and, uh, and Aryx, yeah. and Sniv oh, is like, yeah. no thank you. <laughs> Sniv is just hoping that you'll forget by the time you get back to the last refuge. Uh, all right, that was great. We will see round two shortly. Let's go back out into the hall. Hey, everybody. Your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, we stand with Black Lives Matter and our black siblings fighting for justice. There is so much more left to do, and we're the ones to do it. Second of all, and speaking of, happy Black History Month. Take the time this month to go and seek out new black creators and support them with your eyes, with your retweets, and yeah, with your money, too. Third of all, if you're enjoying this episode so far, it would be eudaimonic if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read those five-star reviews on the air as soon as we are able. Of course, also keep telling your friends about our podcast. We love to get new listeners, and the best way to do that is just for you to tell somebody that they should start listening. Of course, we want to remind you all as well about our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks like exclusive video content, early access to certain episodes, early access to new merch items, and much, much more. And if that isn't enough, by supporting our Patreon, you'll also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. Hey, speaking of, here are the folks who are a part of that program this month. Nat Rose, Taking Initiative, D20 Dames, I Need Diverse Games, Venture Maidens, Scott Buckley, The Broadswords, Tanya DePass, Meeple Like Us, MCDM Productions, 
and Rivals of Waterdeep. I want to take a moment to thank some of our awesome patrons for making everything that we do here possible. Thank you so much to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, and Sir Mox the Magnificent, to our honorary party member Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders Eugenio, Eliahu of Merck Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, Misty, Aaron Stevens, and James Ann Lovely. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. Quick reminder for you all that we do still put our weekly gold chest code in the episode notes, so if you are a player of Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, or if you've been thinking about getting into the great Idle game, be sure to use that code every single week so you can get another free gold chest full of awesome loot. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can, of course, check the episode notes to find specific track names, artist names, and links. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or anything at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links found on our website and in the episode notes when you shop there so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. It is now February, which means that our patrons officially have early access to some new merch items on our merch store. Those new items will be available to the general public in one month's time on March 1st, so keep an eye and get excited for that. In the meantime, you can check out what we're all already offering by going to bit.ly slash TLR merch store. Okay, I think that's all the announcements we got for you this week. Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, and happy gaming, y'all. So, Flick, you just asked why why the suspicion... What now? Uh, what, what is the uh, sort of source of distrust in the enclaves on the other islands. Like, what, what... I mean, I think we oh, kind of mean, have like, an idea. why doesn't Hush interface with the other islands? Yes. Ah, well, it's not so much distrust as it is, um... Well, I'll be totally frank with you. I think Octavia would really want to send reinforcements and metal, and I think that would be more trouble than help, because already, with just the four of you, we are running down the path of losing one of you to whatever this is, and if Octavia sent a whole raft of Enclave agents, we would definitely lose at least some of them, and we've lost enough. When you say lose people, do you just mean they have their memory taken away, for lack of a better descriptor, or have you have people actually died in your crusade? A few have disappeared, and I, um, I can only assume that they're dead, but most of them are just changed. Uh, they started acting with little things, you know? But I, um, I saw the patterns, read the, the writing on the wall, and, uh, just couldn't continue operations when there were that many that might have been compromised. But no, for the most part, they don't seem to... I I mean, they're not dead. I could show you half a dozen of them around the city. They're around, but different. Is this your safe house? One of them. So there's no underground world here? There was, but we actually abandoned that a long time ago because before we started losing... In those few months before we started losing people, it was pretty clear that things were different here in terms of 
relationship to the node. And you know that museum? The exhibits have changed, but that museum has been standing for centuries as a museum. So that and the relationship of the citizens here with the cult, it was it was different, and we were excited at first because we thought that meant we didn't need to hide. That everyone was on board. Hmm. We were wrong, hmm. I guess. Well, you say their relationship with the cult. What exactly is that relationship? It, it definitely is friendly on one side or another? Well, it seems that they've sort of... Uh, well, I mean, you all saw the, uh, the museum exhibit. I think they sort of integrated with the cult here. I think that there was some sort of conflict. I couldn't tell you what. And somehow the people here ended up finding common ground and the cults changed or at least the ones here did now it seems like uh, I mean the common goal is making sure the world isn't destroyed by the beast uh, yeah but in doing so they they purposely make sure that the beast comes back in order to destroy it that's the tack they seem to be taking here yeah which is mm-hmm. which is you know part of that combination you know the citizens goal of destroying and the cult's goal of summoning but now combined purposes do you feel like the node needs to be deactivated here good luck challenge accepted just kidding yeah we were like thank you yeah right uh as you all we are like, thinking but not saying aloud challenge accepted let's see the second round of gin of fantasy truth or dare no truth or dare strip fantasy gin rummy uh are you cheating this time bizira no all right make me a wisdom perception check 10 okay great uh intelligence check Four. (laughs) (laughs) Sniv got a 13. Uh, So, Bizdira Sniv triumphantly sets down his cards with fantasy gin. (laughs) Uh, And he takes a swig of gin. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and it's the bottle that he takes a swig from, it just says fantasy on it. Fantasy (laughs) gin, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we're going to start a little brewery now. Ah, check out our bird store. Distillery. I knew I was saying the incorrect word, but I didn't know the right word, so I just went with it, and I figured you guys would correct me. You know. I love it. (laughs) Sniv Sniv is triumphant and excited, and then, like, slowly starts to droop because he realized that he has no idea what to ask you, Bizdira. (laughs) And so he says, "Um, Oh, her, I know what question. This is not going to be very fun, I don't think, but it's something I've been meaning to ask you for a long time, Bizdira. Um... What do you think the crew's going to do next? I feel like I'm always sort of getting dragged around. <laughs> you I just never really know like, what's you happening. Tell me what you're doing. Vizier's going to say, What makes you think I have any idea what we're doing? Arr, that's a solid point, Vizier. That is a solid. And at that point, point. she's going to grab his bottle and take mm-hmm. a swig from it. It definitely required a drink. Yep, absolutely. Okay, I love that. Uh, back out to the hallway. I want them to keep playing, so I want to keep this conversation going, but I don't have. <laughs> I don't... Are, do, are, anything else you all want to discuss? I have two questions. Go for it. One. A child told us that there is no leader on this island. Is that true? <laughs> no, I don't think it is, but it's the the sort of party line, if you will. It's what everyone says and and I guess thinks, but no, I would say that whatever's creating the glorp is probably the leader. Now, if you were just talking about practically someone to go talk to, 
no. I mean, the kid was right. Also, why were you talking to a... You know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, there isn't a sort of leader of the city. There isn't... Everyone just... This is yet another reason that I came up with the hypothesis of sort of memory sharing is that everything just sort of seems to run. Everyone knows what needs mm-hmm. to get done, and uh, yeah... What was your second question? Uh, My second question, you used this word marketing. Who's marketing the Glorp? (laughs) Uh, Well, as long as I've been around to know of Glorp, it's just sort of everywhere. You all may have seen some signs that had, uh, oh, oh, I suppose you wouldn't have been able to read them. But anyway, there are sort of signs everywhere. It's sort of like how there isn't a leader you know, you you could... I've seen citizens putting up signs, but if you ask them why, they'll tell you it's their job. And if you ask them who made the signs or who bought them, they just tell you they're doing their job in putting them up. It's sort of like everything else just works. Yeah, what's up with the language, though? Why Why is it so weird and nobody knows what we're talking about when we try to talk to them in any other language except for the child we met at the museum? <laughs> yeah, the, the main language here on this island, I think it's a couple of things. I think, one, you all have already pointed out that you're aware, which I'm impressed, by the way, I didn't give you kudos earlier, but, um, but, but that period of silence from the island, we think that... <laughs> we, <laughs> I, I think that... The the language evolved during that period of time primarily because they were cut off from all other linguistic influences. Uh, you probably talked to the kid in, uh, what, an ancient language of some sort? Draconic. I draconic. Mean, dr- do you think draconic is an ancient language? <laughs> right, right, right. Here it is. All of the old racial languages and ancient variants are sort of, uh, they're a bit of a fad these days. People like to say that they're holding on to their past by learning these ancient languages. Um, But I I think that the current modern primary language probably evolved during that period of isolation. Um, The other thing is, how much do you all know about the bay trees? Um, That they... What's in the exhibit? (laughs) Yeah, that's what we know. That about some of them are right, 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 yeah. right. <laughs> so you know that they didn't come from here, or the idea from them didn't come from here. Right? I was just going to bring this right. up as we heard about these portals to other worlds. Yeah, that was that was a major work of the Arcanists way back when. They discovered the ability to travel between worlds and hoped that that would, that in studying with other peoples from other worlds, they would learn enough magic and technology to, uh, well, originally the idea was defeat the beast, but here on the southern island, they used those trips to uh, learn about technology And I think, I have no real concrete evidence of this, but I think that the language that's spoken here is probably a hybrid of the language from one of those worlds that they traveled to. Mm. Well done. (laughs) Esperanto. And we go back to Bizdira. No, no, no. Ah! (laughs) All right, Bizdira. Cheating or no? No. Intelligence checks? Ooh, a 21 from Sniv. And 11. Sniv set. Oh. Dare, dare, dare. Hang on. I gotta ha- I'm gotta. i gonna have Sniv roll a perception check. 
crit? That is a crit? Yes. So Sniv is going to say uh, her. Any question, eh, Bizdira? Bizdira's going to give him the side eye and say, yes. Her, excellent. What's that ring on your finger? <laughs> and she's going to say, well, I found it in Flick's brother stuff. And Sniv immediately has giant eyes. Yeah. And I got too curious, so I put it on and I tuned to it. And Sniv's eyes actually get bigger, which feels impossible. (laughs) And she just like giggles at that. She's like, so it can cast sending, but it can only cast. Sniv nearly falls over. It can only cast sending to one person. I know I only get one question, Bizdira, but, um,. Have you used it yet? I haven't. I'm trying to think of the best thing to do. Because part of me wants to be like, hey, new phone, who dis? The other part of me wants to be like, hey, this is so-and-so calling, bro. Your Hewlett Packard is has a virus, you know? Just like <laughs> Alex is losing call. his mind over this. <laughs> like, I really want a prank call, but I don't know... What would a prank call be in a fantasy world? They could hear your voice, right? Do you have Prince Albert in a can? Like, I don't know. What do, what do, what do you say? Who's Prince Albert? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, so Sniv is not okay. And this is when we come back yeah, into the room. I think so. Uh, <laughs> is it, okay, well, okay. Because I think so we're Sniv done with that conversation. Not, Sniv is not okay. We're going to go back out in the hall for a minute to see if there's anything else going on out here. Are there any other questions for Hush? <laughs> I don't think so after that. No. I feel like you had one, Alex. You did. I thought no. you had something. You no. liar. You did, but you don't want to ask it now because no. you want to go back inside. I don't think so. I think uh, <laughs> we're all tapped out you out here. Liar. I think we're going to go back in. The The city light is just, you know, it's, it's growing. Darkness is growing outside. I think we need to go back in and see what's going on with our friends <laughs> inside this uh, this room here. All right, so the four of you, including Hush, sort of wrap up your conversation. And before you go back in, though, Hush does want to ask, So, uh, what is the plan? I think we need to go down the trap door. (laughs) Either, as Kit buries her face in her hands. Maybe I also think we need to find the creator of the glorp. That's why I think we need to go down there, is I think the Glorp monster lives down there. Hush rephrases their question and says, Sorry, what I meant was, what are we doing about Bizdira? That's what I thought you were asking. (laughs) That's why I was concerned. Don't worry about me. I'm not a flight risk. (laughs) I'm not a flight risk. Um... Let's. We gotta sleep. Let's have a nice sleep tonight, and then we'll give her her medicine tomorrow early before she has to make a constitution save, and then see if she has a headache tomorrow morning. Yes. Okay. That that's well enough. That seems reasonable. We can make plans and uh, see how it goes in the morning. Okay. Okay. So at that point, you all head back in the room, and you see. Actually, all three of you make me wisdom insight checks, please. Flick. <laughs> a 26. Uh-huh. Bria. 17. And Kit. 13. Okay. All of you notice that Sniv is upset. Bizdira looks gleeful. <laughs> Flick. Let me see the cards. That makes sense. Sure. However, Flick, you can tell that Sniv is not just, like, 
upset. Sniv is genuinely considering, like, leaping at Bizdira right now. You have no idea why. Oh, okay. Whatever is going, like, maybe it's just that Bizdira beat him real bad in a game. Like, you don't know. But he is, like, you can see his, like, muscles are tensing, like, pupils are dilated. He is ready yeah. to go. I, I think I will swiftly but gently make my way over to Sniv <laughs> and, okay. and say, hey, 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 um, uh, what, what's, you having a nice game here? What's going on? Uh, Sniv sort of starts as you, uh, as you get close to him, just sort of, you startle him a little bit because he was very focused. Uh, I'm trying real hard to make everything very clear so that Taryn doesn't just decide that every NPC ever created is actually out to get you all. Here's the thing is from Bria's eyes that like start, I was like, oh, okay. I got to start asking him personal questions again to make sure. Oh boy. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so, so, you know, he sort of starts and he just says, um, um, hi mateys. Uh, Pizdira, would you like to share what you just shared with me? She's going to look at him and she's going to kind of tilt her head and say, I will. But I want to know why you got so upset about it. What is happening? Says Bria. <laughs> and Biz will just put her hand up and say, hold on. No. I'm curious about this. <laughs> and Flick will put a, his hand up to Bria and say, hush. Hold on. Oh, something is going down, Bria. Uh, Sniff says, well, I just, look, I, I, you remember what my question to you was. The, the, the first one, which is, mm-hmm. what's the plan? Because I never really know. So I'll admit I'm not the most informed of the the six of us here in this room. But um, based on what you say is the provenance of that particular item, I just don't feel it safe. What item? What item? Says Bria. What did you put on? (laughs) And she'll just hold up her hand and say, but why did it look like you wanted to attack me. I think we oh all saw this God. ring and we saw her like wrap it in the fabric and stuff. I think I just start screaming. <laughs> I just start like making noises. <laughs> I want to What do those noises up. sound like? It's an audio medium, Tara. My daughter's sleeping. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a really weird enough. noise for Bria to make, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like part of me wants to tie her up right now. Like I feel like we've talked about how maybe she's mind controlled. Now she's put on this potentially very dangerous thing. Um, I think I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out right now. Is no one else freaking out? Is no one else no, freaking I think, out? Uh, <laughs> okay, go ahead. No, I think we're all freaking out. <laughs> but Hush also certainly is not pleased. I'm going to. I am very pleased. I want to make clear. Yeah, uh, same. I can't hide it. Having I'm a blast. sorry, kid, please. No problem. Um, I'm going to say, Bizdira, why did you put that ring on? <laughs> I'm going to... Everything you tell Snip. Then, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Every time that Kit says her question, I'm going to repeat it, but louder. So can you start over, please? <laughs> why did you put that ring on? Why did you put that ring on? <laughs> yeah. What did you tell Snib about the ring? What did you tell Snib about the ring? Yeah. <laughs> Miss Deer is just going to say, hold on, and laugh for a second and say, everybody oh. fucking calm down, for one. <laughs> Why? Because you're all freaking out and you're making me nervous. Let's you can, can you believe this? We're, we're making you nervous. <laughs> 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 voices get so high that dogs in the neighborhood start howling. 
Okay. Miss Dear's going to say, listen, listen, everyone sit down. Sit down. And she's going to wait until you all sit down. Why is she in Crisscross charge right applesauce. Now? Uh, Sniv will sit. I think Hush sort of doesn't for a moment at least. I'll give them a break. So okay. she's going to she can wait for everyone to sit down and then say, all right, I want you to take a couple deep breaths. Get to the, the nose, point. This is taking mouth. too long. Come on, come yeah. on. <laughs> I'm just going to say, you calm your shit. Everyone's freaking out. I need you calm. When everyone's taking a few breaths, she's going to say, listen, I had some downtime. I might have gotten a little curious. I put it on and I attuned to it while everyone was doing your things. And I'm not cursed. There's nothing like that. But That's this what is. a cursed person would say. <laughs> <laughs> this ring casts sending. But I Hizdira, don't. Yes. Before you say another word, what is mm-hmm. your passive perception? Uh, twelve. 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 Oh, twelve. All right. Yeah. What is everyone else's passive perception? Nineteen. <laughs> Fifteen. Seventeen. It's a lot of D four you're rolling right now. What are you do? What's happening right now? Are those I'm about magic to get missiles? Hit with something really hard. Oh my god. Or Bazir, how many hit points do you have? I have glad I used a few hit dice. I have 69. So you all are so focused on Bizdira because this is a situation and none of you because they are silent and perfectly blended with the shadows in this darker room. None of you notice Hush sneak up behind Bizdira and bash her on the back of the head with the hilt of their dagger, doing 69 points of damage How with sneak attack. How is that possible? I mean, they're a very good rogue, so they have a lot of sneak, and then I crit because I had advantage because none of you saw them because they rolled a 24 on their stealth. So Bizdira goes down as she says, this ring casts sending and funk. And Hush is standing there, did it, you know, knocked out. She is not, and in fact, it was non-lethal damage, so she's not even making death saving throws. She's just unconscious. And Hush goes, terribly sorry, but that couldn't continue. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. No! Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what happens next, because Hush just knocked out Vistira in one go. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at @dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. And if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Huff, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Vistira, Kit, Bria, and Fleck. Happy gaming, y'all. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week's... What? How does this end? How does the show end? And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. <laughs> for this, for this week. Period. 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 <laughs> and that's where we're going to leave it for this week. 